Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. Hey, legends. Welcome to another solo episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Uh, I'm pumped to be bringing you this one today because I know how much value it's going to add to so many people that tune in because... You know, when I record these episodes, and I've talked about this before, but a lot of the time, it's me just sharing my experiences with things that I've tried that haven't worked. You know, it's me trying to help you skip all the bullshit that I've kind of been through to to achieve the results that I have physically and mentally and whatnot, and, and same with my clients. And today's one kind of aligns perfectly with what, you know, with something that I'm I'm so big on, and, and that is tracking your calorie intake to see results for fat loss, for muscle growth, for maintenance and whatnot. And specifically what I want to talk about in this episode is how you can utilize the MyFitnessPal app to make sure that you are guaranteed to see results. So we take all the guesswork out of seeing results and that's something that I find super important as well. I often talk about how you know, those that don't track their calorie intake or don't measure their progress with training are really just playing a guessing game. And when it comes to physical results, there should be no guesswork involved. And that's what I like to teach my clients. You know, I work really hard with my clients in person and online to explain to them that, you know, I want them to hire me for accountability. I don't want them to hire me to be told what to do. I don't want to give someone a piece of paper or a PDF or an access to an online program where they're following some rules or following some guidelines and they actually have no idea why they're doing it or, or what's helping them achieve those results. So, you know, I, I use the opportunity to, to use this platform, the podcast, social media, my email list and whatnot to to help in inform and educate as many people as I can to avoid the mistakes that I've made. So firstly, you know, I'm not going to go into super amount of detail around tracking macros. You guys know how important that is. And I've, I've explained it on the show before. Um, it's super important. Um, and the benefits of it are just huge and not only for results, but also educating you on on the things that you've been eating your whole life, probably things you eat on a day-to-day basis and, and almost to an extent, you know, at some point in time, you want to be able to intuitively eat, having a rough idea of how many calories you're eating. So when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We know that energy in versus energy out, you know, being in a negative energy balance is what causes fat loss. Positive energy balance is going to lead to weight gain and, um, and maintenance is going to help you maintain your current condition, whatever that may be. Using the MyFitnessPal app is a game changer. And this literally did change my life when I started using MyFitnessPal back in the day. And, you know, this, uh, this rule does apply for any calorie tracking app, but I've always used MyFitnessPal. So that's what I'm going to kind of dive into today. So, I get a lot of questions around how to actually track your food using the app and a few different bits and pieces about people, what people can get confused about. So initially when you download the app, unless you pay for the premium version, you know, it's not going to allow you to do the functionalities that you probably want to do in some, some respects. Um, when you set up the app, it's going to ask you your height, weight, all that type of stuff. And it's going to shoot out a number that, that you should aim for to achieve your current goal. Okay. Now, if you've used my macro calculator, which will be in the show notes, um, if you've used, if you've been using me as a coach, or if you if you know exactly how many calories that you need to be eating to see results, you don't need to worry about what the app tells you. So when I track my calorie intake these days, 
I literally only track my protein intake and the protein minimum. So if I, if I, you know, for me, it's usually around 200, 220 grams. So as long as I hit that number, if I go above, that's completely fine, but that's my minimum. The other number I track obviously is my calorie intake and that's probably the most important one or definitely is the most important one. Now my carbohydrates and fats ratio, I don't find as important these days. I used to and to an extent, depending on what level of discipline you are um, applying to your nutrition and your goals, you may track your protein and carbohydrates, uh, sorry, your fats and carbohydrates, completely fine. But usually I leave that to personal preference for the, the client that I'm working with or whoever I'm talking with. So two numbers that are super important calorie intake and protein minimum. Now, on top of that, we obviously want to be aiming to get as much of our calories from nutrient-dense whole foods as possible, um, treating our body like a race car. The, the better fuel we give our body, the better it's going to work. It's better it's going to function, the better it's going to look and feel, the better our hormones and everything are going to be, and obviously shitter fuel in there, although in moderation is fine, and if it fits with your numbers, you'll still see results. If, you, if you're feeding your body shit fuel over and over again, you can't be surprised or disappointed when you don't see the results you want to see or if you don't feel that great. On top of that, we also have things like fiber, uh, essential vitamins and whatnot, and that's, that's probably a topic for another day because I want to talk about the functionality of the app. So there's a few things I just want to mention, and even these small little things will help a lot of people, I think. So a few little hacks. When I track my calorie intake, what I do at the start of the day, so as soon as I wake up or sometimes even the night before, I'll go into the app and plug in the foods that I'm going to have that day, the ones that I know I'm going to have. So if I know what I'm having for breakfast, lunch and dinner, I'll plug that in straight away. Now, the reason why I do this is because I can work the rest of the day around that. If I track food as I go, and this is a big um, this is a big mistake in my opinion. If you're just tracking your meals as you go throughout the day, yeah, then you're going to find a lot of the time you get to lunchtime and you're like, fuck, I've got 100 calories left for the day. Okay, and that sucks. So if you know roughly what you're going to eat, plug it in and you can work your day around it. So if I go um, and plug in my three main meals for the day that I know that I want, and let's say I have 600 calories left over for the day, that means that all my little snacks or you know, maybe a dessert or going out for, for coffee and, um, and whatever with a friend or if I want to have a drink or whatever, I can allow those extra calories, the leftovers or the buffer to be used for other things. But I know exactly how much I've got to work with. I always talk about thinking about your calorie intake like a financial budget. If you know how much money you've got to spend for the day and you budget properly, then you're not going to fuck your budget up and, and overdo it or you're not going to be left with no money. It's the same with food. So I plug in those meals for the day and I reverse engineer. I work backwards with whatever's left over. On that same topic, um, a very common question that comes up is what do you do when you want to eat out? Okay, or how do you track when you eat out? And it's a great question. It took me a while to figure it out. There's a few ways you can approach it. So first thing is if you know what you're going to eat, um, go into the app again at the start of the day. So let's say this morning I wake up and I know that tonight I'm going to go out for a burger, okay? I'm going to go out for a burger and a beer. So when I wake up in the morning, I'm going to go into MyFitnessPal. If I know exactly where the burger is coming from and there's a verified option on MyFitnessPal, I'll use that. If not, I'll go in and I'll always overestimate how many calories are going to be in this burger. So I'll type in whatever, beef burger into MyFitnessPal. There'll be a bunch of options that come up, right? I'm going to choose one that looks a little higher in calories than what I think mine's going to be. And these days, you know, pretty much every option's in my fitness pal, or you can go on the website of um, whatever restaurant you're going to and whatnot, and they'll have pretty accurate um, readings of how many calories are in their, their meals. So I'll track that meal, I'll overestimate, and that's the first thing I'll put in my app. So let's say, just for an example, um, that meal is 1,000 calories, and my target for the day is 2,500. So 
I know now that I've got 1,500 calories left for the rest of the day um, up until dinner. But the beauty of this is when I get to dinner, I'm not going to dinner stressing about whether or not I'm going to blow out. I'm not going to dinner wondering whether or not I'm going to fuck up my calorie intake for the day. Um, I'm not putting any thought to what I'm doing. I'm able to go there, be present, enjoy my meal with my friends or by myself or whatever. And if anything, I'm going to be under my calorie intake for the day because I've overestimated. So even if the calories got more calories in it than the, sorry, the burgers got more calories in it than what you expected, you're most likely still going to be under your intake for the day. So it's a win-win. You've had a nice meal. You finish the day with peace of mind. You're not stressing out. You're not overthinking. Um, you're not anxious. You're not changing anything the next day with your food. And if anything, you may be lower in your calorie intake than what you were meant to be, which is great. So that's that's one way um, um, to do it, to track tracking meals. The other way, obviously, is to do it as accurate as possible. If I'm going to Nando's, which is one of my fucking favorites, I love going to Nando's or these days just getting it delivered here. Um, I've pretty much got fucking shares in Nando's at, at this point. Um I will go into my fitness pal, type in whatever I'm having, and there's usually verified options. So I know that it's very close to what the calories are going to be. And, and I always say with, with your calorie intake and, and tracking your macros and whatnot, close enough is good enough. Okay, so very rarely do I ever finish at my exact calorie target or my exact protein target. Okay, it's very rare that that ever happens, but I'm consistently close every single day. So that means I'm going to see results. You know, I'm in a fat loss phase at the moment, about four weeks in. I've seen incredible changes already and I've still been, you know, I've been eating Ben and Jerry's <laughs> for fucking dessert the last few nights, um, but I haven't changed anything apart from the fact that I'm very consistent now with tracking my food. Um, I'm very confident that I'm doing everything I need to do to make sure I see results and I don't have any stress. I feel great. Um, I'll en- enjoy a glass of wine or a beer or whatever if I need to. Obviously, majority of my foods are coming from nutrient-dense options and, um, you know, I'm seeing progress and it's easy. I'm not, I don't feel restricted at all. I don't feel like I'm in a fat loss phase. I don't feel like everything sucks and that's the problem that a lot of people see with with this is, is that people associate fat loss with um, suffering, with shit, with, um, with, with restriction and whatnot and you do need to restrict your calories and, you know, there are going to be days where you just can't fit in certain foods within your calorie intake and that's just – it is what it is. You need to sacrifice. You're giving your body – you need to give your body reason to change and to do that, um, you're putting it in a state where it doesn't want to be. So that just is what it is. You don't have to suck it up and get over it. Now, moving on, the next thing that comes up quite often is how to actually track your food or how to measure your food. And this is a great question. So anything, like any forms of protein, um, and I'm talking about um, fresh produce, right? So um, I know there's probably vegan and vegetarian um, listeners at the moment. You know, the things will change for you. I'm just speaking from my experience. I'm not vegan. Um, <clears throat> I don't eat vegetarian, not against it in any way whatsoever. Did a brilliant podcast with Simon Hill on here, um, which, which I really enjoyed. And, you know, there's certain things, even certain protein powders and whatnot, I will use that are vegan, sits better with my stomach and stuff. But just for the sake of this uh, example, I'm going to say, you know, things like chicken, um, red meats, fish, you know, even to an extent, I guess, tofu and whatnot, um, all these types of, um, fresh produce um and and, you know even things like potatoes um what other examples pretty shocking with examples but vegetables and stuff things that you need to cook right that's probably the example i should have went with things that you need to cook should always be weighed if you're using food scales and and for those that are listening right now that are you know, don't track your calories because you don't want to use a food scale or you think it's too full on or you don't want to be too disciplined i mean man you are not serious about seeing results 
if you can't take literally fucking 10 seconds to get out a food scale and put something on it to make sure you're 100% accurate, then you really don't want to see results, okay? So you may as well flick this podcast off right now if you're not uh, committed to doing that. But anything that needs to be cooked gets weighed raw. So chicken, all that type of shit gets weighed raw. And the reason for this is because depending on how you cook it will change what the weight is afterwards. So if I've got 200 grams of raw chicken breast in front of me right now, and I cook it on the frying pan. Uh, if I cook one, so I've got two fillets, right? 200, two times 200 grams. Fuck, jeez, I've uh, gone down a serious rabbit hole here. If I've got two of those, right, and I cook one of them on the frying pan and I, I poach or, or boil the other one, the weight at the end is going to be significantly different, even though it's the exact same amount of protein because it, it, initially it was the same weight for both of them. So what I'm saying is that, you always want to weigh food that needs to be cooked raw. Now, the only exception to this, and this is just my opinion, um, and this is because I'm lazy, right? So with with uh, rice, for example, I never cook rice from scratch. Um, I know it's lazy. I don't really care. I go for convenience. I always go microwavable rice. It is what it is. Um, get over it. Um, but I don't, obviously, the, the weight of that, I just scan that and put it into my fitness pal and, and that's it. But, you know, if you want to weigh your rice um, before it's cooked, that's always a good option too. But So that's one thing. You should always weigh your food raw. The other little hack, um, I put this on my story not long ago and it got a good reception, so I thought I'd share it again today, is um, let's say peanut butter. I love peanut butter, Nutella, all that type of stuff. The best way to weigh that, if, you, if you're trying to be very accurate, so there's a big fucking difference between a tablespoon of peanut butter, which is meant to be 20 grams, and my tablespoon of peanut butter if I'm not weighing it. Okay, I'll fit as much as I can on that bad boy compared to 20 grams, which is significantly less. Now, to weigh it perfectly, all you need to do is turn your food scales on, put the tub of peanut butter on the food scales, zero it out so it takes away the weight of the scales, of the um, peanut butter, and then you grab a bit of peanut butter out of the tub. Now, it's going to go into minus on the scale. So once it gets to minus 20, that means it's minus 20, minus 20 grams of, of um, that's 20 grams of peanut butter you've just taken out. Okay. So it's 100% accurate, super freaking easy to use. I mean, I can't stress enough how important it is to know your numbers and there's going to be periods where you don't, I've talked about the volume dials you know, there's periods where you're super disciplined, there's periods where you're not and that's fine. That's completely fine. I, I 100% agree with that. But if, again, if you're serious about seeing results, it doesn't take long, it doesn't take much effort, but it's so significantly important to know your numbers to see results because if you're not seeing results, um, you know, if I'm eating 2,500 calories a day and my training hasn't changed and after two weeks I've stopped seeing progress or I haven't seen any at all, if I'm not tracking my calorie intake, I have no fucking idea why it's not working, okay? So I'll probably change a bunch of shit and it may still not work. If it does work, I don't know why it did work. You get the picture. If I know my numbers and and progress stalls or I hit a plateau, then all I got to do is is manipulate those numbers, slightly reduce calories. If I'm tracking uh, my carbs and fats at the same time as well, then I might take some carbs or take some fats or whatever, and then you're off to the races, right? So it's very, very, very simple. Um, and and using the MyFitnessPal app in particular, you know, for those of you that don't know, if there's anything in a packet, you can scan the barcode. It brings up the exact amount of um, of servings in that in that packet. It's so simple. It's so easy. I mean, there's no excuse to not do it. Now, the last thing I will mention, um, which tends to catch people out a little bit um, when tracking their food, is always check if you've got a packet of food um, or a drink or whatever. Always check how many servings are actually in it. Because a lot of the time you'll go to the nutritional um, uh, little fucking information at the back, the graph, 
and it might say, you know, in this, um, what's a good example? Let's say in, um, fuck, why have I got such poor memory or, or, or thought? Let's say uh, an oat bar, okay? Fucking the most random example I could have chosen. Let's say you look at the back of an oat bar and on the nutritional bar it's got, um, this is 150 calories, okay? A serving is 150 calories. That's all well and good, but you need to look how many servings are in it. There could be two servings. So instead of 150, it could be 300 calories. At the end of the day, that all starts to add up a little bit. And, you know, if you're not seeing progress in it, maybe because you're, you're way out of whack with what you're tracking, right? So... I think that's pretty much everything that I wanted to cover in this episode. I've really enjoyed um, recording this because this is one that I've struggled with for a while early on, but it's something that is an absolute game changer. It'll be the difference between whether or not you see results or, or, or don't. And in the end of the day, as I always say, I want to help as many of you as I can. And this is this is how I do it. This is, this is going to help so many people. So um, share this episode if you've enjoyed it. If you're taking some value away, I'd love to hear from you, whether you shoot me an email, a message, or, or share this screenshot of this episode on your story. That'd be fucking awesome. Um, got some amazing podcast uh, interviews coming up really soon. I'm so grateful for the guests that have been coming on, and I'm really grateful for everyone who's tuned in and listened to the podcast up until this point. Um, the best is yet to come, guys. So if there's any suggestions of guests that you want to hear from or, or topics that come up, shoot them through, you know, even this episode today, this was just off the back of a social media question. And that's what I do quite often is I want to make sure I'm sharing the shit that everyone actually wants to know. Okay. So, um, I hope everyone's having a fantastic day. Enjoy this episode. And, uh, I look forward to chatting to you again in next week's episode of the fitness and lifestyle podcast.